But I noticed that a lot of the fruit that's being grown usually goes to waste. It was left unpicked on the trees and it went and harvested. And at that point, I started getting, getting the idea. In the West African language of Bambara, the word waraba means lion, a symbol of courage and strength, much like the qualities needed for a successful entrepreneur. This is the Heart of Waraba podcast, where we believe sustainable entrepreneurs are the tip of the spear for creating a healthy planet. We hope that by meeting successful entrepreneurs, learning their stories, and retelling them, that we can inspire a critical mass of people to believe in humanity's capacity to solve the greatest environmental problems facing the world today. I'm Ben Rappaport, and today I'm talking with Amelia Shore, who recently interviewed Tony Fernandez, the founder of Rotten Fruit Box in Portugal. Amelia, welcome to the podcast. So tell us a little bit about Tony and what he does. So Tony is a Portuguese entrepreneur. He runs this company called The Rotten Fruit Box. And what they do is they uh, take fruit that would otherwise go bad from these um, small local farms uh, in the area of Viseu, Portugal, and they freeze dry it and they sell it around the world. That's a great company. So when and where did this company come about? He initially got the idea in December of 2017. He was in the Viseo area, um, and that's, you know, much like the rest of Europe, uh, but a bit warmer, um, really beautiful countryside and city with a lot of like historic points. Um, and he was visiting farms, specifically his parents. Um, they have a really small farm that's, they don't really even sell anything. It's mostly just uh, fruit for themselves. And he saw all the fruit just sitting there uh, on the ground going to waste. And he thought, okay, maybe I can do something with this. And I started like, you know, first drying it, but then drying has like a lot of, a lot of negative uh, effects on the fruit. It loses its, its nutritional value. It, it develops a lot of sugars. And then I started exploring other options. And that's when I came into the, into the uh, freeze drying idea. Our, our core mission is really to prevent fruit from going to, to rot, from going to waste. That's, that's our main focus. That's what we want to do. And in the process, we're going we're gonna to have other positive consequences. But to help reduce food waste and help prevent fruit from rotting, that's what, that's what I consider our core mission and, and, and our, our most important uh, goal. So this is a pretty new company. What exactly was Tony up to? before he founded Rotten Fruit Box in 2017. Yeah, so Tony was born in Portugal, but he moved to the U.S. with his family as a teenager during the 70s. Um, And he attended a university in the U.S. as well, studying actuarial science. And when he finished uh, his university degree, he wanted to start his own company. Um, And he kind of had this idea that that would be hard to do in the U.S. in such like a de- already developed country. So he moved back to Portugal and he started his first company, which was importing American jeans and, and selling them um, locally. Uh, and then he he ended that and he moved on to accessories. And this is like a funny story. Well, at least to me it is. I picked up one of our earrings that we were selling in our stores and um, I sold it online. I put it on eBay. And oddly enough, I was able to sell it. And I was able to sell it, you know, for a lot more money than I was actually selling in my stores. And that's when I discovered the, the, the internet. That's when I sold my first thing online. And I thought, well, I can make a business out of this. That's so interesting. What did Tony's other companies have to do with sustainability? They really didn't have anything to do with sustainability. Um, sustainability has been um, a bit of a new interest for Tony. Um, and 
only came along pretty much with this current company. So give me some more details about how this company operates. Yeah, so of course it's small farmers. They don't have this big customer base. So he buys their excess fruit. He dries it and ships it around the world. And up until recently, um, it was just one warehouse um, and Tony was running the company entirely alone. Uh, Now there's a separate drying center uh, from the office and shipping center. And he's also hired a factory manager and social media manager, which has taken a bit of weight off of his shoulders. Mostly at at this point, we've gotten to this point with just with just me being the major screw up (laughs) Uh, without without, you know, really having anybody else that's a big influence. We are beginning to develop a team now. We, we've recently hired the production person. We've also recently hired somebody that, that, that helps a lot on the, on the Facebook, Instagram, on the email, on the customer service part. But now I'm beginning to, we're beginning you know, to be able to hire people that actually have some, some experience where, where I wouldn't know what to do or what I wouldn't be as good at. How it works for the customers is there's a variety of fruits available and Um, Most customers like have a subscription-based style, so they receive a box of fruit pouches like every month, Um, but they can also buy a single pouch and they can choose, you know, which fruits they want in their subscription or if they just want a variety style, Um, but there's a lot of flexibility to the customer. Yeah, that seems like a really modern and very cool business model. Um, I'm wondering how that really intersects with sustainability. Yeah, I was surprised to find out just how much it has to do with sustainability. Um, And in my own personal research, I found that um, 1.3 billion tons of food is wasted globally each year. And that's nearly a third of all food produced across the supply chain, um, which is kind of insane. So, of course, it reduces food waste. um, But then on on another level, that isn't so immediately obvious. The rotting fruit is one of, I believe it's the third largest emitter of greenhouse gases if it was considered a country, right after the U.S. and China. So it's a very serious issue. Rotting food contributes significantly to greenhouse gas emissions, uh, specifically through the release of methane. And um, I think it's about 8% of total greenhouse gas emissions come from rotting food. Tony is also working in other ways to um, have a better impact on the environment. He is transitioning to totally compostable packaging, um, and he's very conscious of his food miles or the distance and energy that it takes to send the food around the world, um, and he buys his boxes locally. So our goal, our immediate goal, is, for example, to start setting up some type of network in, in countries where we have a lot of customers, for example, in the U.S. or Canada, so that we can start targeting farmers there and buying fruit there and having it freeze-dry there. But I want to be able to, to bring the, the, the farmer closer to the end customer, especially in countries where, where we think we can do that. Yeah, wow, that's super environmentally conscious. And compared to his other businesses, much more environmentally conscious. So I'm wondering how uh, Tony got this invested environmentally and what sparked that interest in sustainability for him? So for him, it was it was really only this company that had him do that. Um, and he, after seeing the rotting uh, fruit and it going to waste, he just started researching and he found some of the fame, same facts about greenhouse gas emissions and stuff that I just said. And I think that really shocked him. Um, And, you know, upon more research, there was uh, 
this realization or, or even epiphany that he could really make a difference with this company. And so I think for him, that was the significant turning point. Obviously this project, it's probably the first project that I've actually done that I've taken very seriously, I have to say. Most of the other stuff I did, I just, I was doing it because it was interesting at the time, but it got boring very fast. This, I actually, I actually have a mission here. I want to do something big. I want to make something that's going to be, that's going to be, make a difference in other words. And then also his customers along the way have offered up feedback. I think they were even the ones who taught, brought up uh, compostable packaging and food miles to him. Yeah, so you bring up feedback there. I'm curious what else Tony has learned beyond just the, those um, issues of greenhouse gases and things. What else has Tony learned from this entrepreneurial experience? Yeah, I think there's a lot to speak to there. I'll start with um, his previous companies. He was interested in them, but they were more vessels for him to be able to work for himself and be financially independent. Um, so he wasn't extremely invested in them and he would just kind of continue with them as long as they held his interests. I almost feel bad saying this, but I never thought much about sustainability until I started exploring this, this whole, uh, this whole concept and, and reducing food, for, uh, food waste. From there, um, I guess our customers helped us also. And, and, and the research that I started doing into it afterwards made me become very aware of the indirect issues of food waste. And so I think this company means something to him and he's found that. And then also he spoke about the importance of internet and social media. He definitely would not be able to run his company the same today uh, without those. It's really only selling online and all of his customers um, order through his website. And he sells all around the world. Uh, he's built a consumer base almost entirely off of social media ads. And I think he said he's sent food to over a hundred countries around the world. Um, so yeah, just importance of, of internet. If people resonate with your message, it just grows and, and it just becomes a, a snowball effect. So, you know, maybe, maybe that, the fact that, you know, if uh, we have this incredible um, world at our fingertips and sometimes we're just not using it right. And he also mentioned um, like personal growth and self-awareness um, and how those are really necessary things in his journey. The two of the most important things I can I could come up with being self-aware and then self-improvement, wanting to, 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 to be a better person and, and just in general, just health-wise and everything else. It seems like he's really found his passion with this project and the Rotten Fruit Box and the fact that they're already in over 100 countries is certainly impressive in itself, but I'm wondering how or if they, they plan to expand and what their future looks like for, for Tony and the Rotten Fruit Box. Yeah, he's mentioned wanting to try including vegetables. I think he actually already has olives, dried olives for sale on the website, um, but he doesn't think people will snack on vegetables quite as much, so he's just looking into possibilities around that. Um, and then I know that he's wanting to create wholesale options for stores um, in person, which I think would be a significant thing in like really getting his name out there than just his social media 
followers. Um, and then he's also interested in creating another center in the US, uh, which is where he has, I think, his mo most of his customers are based. And that would also help reduce food miles. Wow, that's awesome. I'm so glad that you shared his story and what the Rotten Fruit Box is up to. And I know that I will certainly be tracking them in the future to see what it holds for them. Well, Amelia, thanks so much for joining me today and for sharing the story of Tony Fernandez and the Rotten Fruit Box. This has been the Heart of Warba podcast. Special thanks to Tony Fernandez for sharing his story, to Michael Shore for curating, and to you all for being here with us. You can listen to future episodes on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks so much for tuning in. See you next time.